Welcome to the SHD Marketing Minute. I'm Susan Davis, owner and operator of SHD Marketing. Kimberly Dahl, Marketing Apprentice. Stephanie McDonald, Marketing Manager. Great. Well, today we're going to talk about email marketing. So you might have caught our last episode where we talked through all of the social media posts you should be including in your post rotation. Um, today, what we're going to talk about is email marketing, which because might... not everybody's on social media yes, like me, like Kimberly, I need to be communicated to exactly. And so you know, Kimberly's our persona that we always remember when we have clients that feel like, okay, I'm doing posts on social media. I'm checking the box and staying in touch with my clients and reminding them who I am. You know, email marketing is essential for, you know, your your clients like our prospects like Kimberly, but you're not alone, Kimberly. A lot of people aren't on social media. And even if they are, there's no guarantee that content that's posted will be served up to them. So email marketing might feel antiquated, but it's not. It's here to stay. Over 80% of small businesses use email marketing to grow their client list and to stay in touch with exec- existing clients and prospects. So, you know, it's it's prevalent and it needs to be have a place in your marketing portfolio. Um, it's a great way to ensure that you get on your target audience's digital doorstep. So Susan, how how do you go about crafting a good email marketing communication? Yeah, good question. Well, first you need to use official email marketing software. You can't just send out an email from your email and BCC or send it to everybody. You need to use actual software so you can follow email marketing guidelines and best practices. People need to be able to opt out. These are, you know, the rules within the marketing um, space. So our favorites are Squarespace email, if you happen to be using Squarespace websites, and MailerLite with Light being L-I-T-E. Those are two of our favorites. They're about $10 a month, depending on how large your audience is. So not a heavy lift, but they are really user-friendly. And so it doesn't take a lot of work to make a beautiful email. So we're going to talk a little bit about email best practices. So maybe you want to start doing it monthly. That's on your, you know, your plan. So what are some of the key components you need to keep in pictures. mind? Pictures. I like pictures and illustrations. Yeah. You know, not just text. Not just text. People have short attention spans. They need to be able to skim it. So use those headers. Keep it short and sweet. Sure. Less is more. Um, so you don't, this isn't the time to tell a big long story. Get to the point. You can always do like a read more link to click to a blog on your website or another page that has more information if you want it. But keep that email short and succinct. I love the idea of using images um, to make sure that those visuals are helping to reinforce the message. What do you think is the most important thing about email marketing? Oh, that's so hard because there's so many things. Um, You know, one thing we were just talking about because we were working on a client's email recently, I had heard from a colleague that you should always spend more time on this subject line than you do creating the whole email, which seems crazy because we're talking about like five, seven words. But we all know the reason because if you have a compelling subject line that increases the likelihood that your receiver of the email is actually going to click on it to read the email. So if if you don't lead them to open the email, then there's no point in even having this beautiful professional email. So do you have any tricks as to how you don't end up in a spam folder? 
Yeah, I do. We want to always provide value. So if you are sending out spam, which is essentially, you know, people wanting to sell things to people who don't want to receive the message and you're not providing the unsubscribe feature and you're not providing value that people actually want to open it and read it, then that increases the likelihood that your content won't be well received. Um, Using email software will protect you from that as well as not changing, like don't change your email software vendor every month find one and stick to it. Um, and then the more regularly you communicate, the more people are receiving your content, then that will decrease the likelihood of you being punished. How about the formatting of the email of viewing it on uh, a laptop, a PC versus a mobile? Is there any like tricks that you have to be cognizant of in terms of that creation, the formatting? Good question. Just like with website design, we want to remember that the number of people who are consuming your content on a mobile device is always increasing. It's over 70% typically on websites. And I would say email is probably even higher. Um, Most of the, the email software vendors will will do responsive design. So no matter what size screen, you know, iPad, large screen, small phone, it'll automatically reformat it. So it's easy to consume the content. Now, do you recommend using the client's name in the email? Yes, absolutely. So personalization. So the more the more personalized and targeted your email is, the more likely it will resonate with that person. So having the subject line say like, hey, Stephanie or hey, Kimberly um, is going to increase the likelihood that they actually, you know, reach out. Also making sure you're including, or they actually open the email, including information they care about, really getting down to like what what are their pain points? What's information that they would find valuable? What is their persona? Who are they? Make sure you know that. And you could even like segment your email audience. So it might be people who have done business with you gets one version of the communication and people that never have get a slightly different version. And that all can be done within the management software, the yep. email management software? Yep. yep. A and B testing, segmentation, all of those good things. But I think really the important place to start is sending out emails. So monthly quarterly, you know, really dependent on what your sales goals are and what your seasons are. But if you're going to be at a big event and you're going to have a big booth, send out a communication to invite people to engage with you there. Is that how you cultivate more email addresses? Like how do you actually, you know, gain more email addresses to actually communicate? Great question. And that's, you know, speaks to something that we should probably do a whole podcast on. It's a larger thing you should always be growing your email list and not just from people that you, you know, bump into, you get their card, you add them to your email list. You should have a lead magnet, which is a valuable free resource on your website that people can access if they share their email. So what that does was is allows you to have on your website a passive way for you to be continuing to grow the number of emails on in your database. So we don't want just anybody though. We don't we want to really only have your target audience, people that are going to consume your product. So what you'll want to do is make that lead magnet something that resonates and is valuable to your target audience. Um, on shdmarketing.com, my website right now, I have, you know, the 
top 10 tricks to boosting your business. So I know my target audience is small, medium-sized business owners, whether they're new or, you know, seasoned and looking to, you know, reinvigorate their business. They always want to grow it and make sure that they're doing the right thing. So that's my lead magnet. So I can continue to get business owners to join my email list so I can provide them value help establish that trust, but then also stay in touch with them in my email, monthly email campaigns I send out. And the frequency? What's you the know, recommended it, it depends on your industry. So I can't say it's a one size fits all. I do monthly. Um, sometimes if people are, you know, maybe a retail store, the frequency might change during the holidays because there might be more opportunities, more deals, more events that are happening at their brick and mortar store that they want to drive people to. And metrics. How do you track metrics as to what resonates with your email contacts. Absolutely. So all things digital, we get the data. So with email marketing, there's a whole lot of information you can look at. If you use any of the software we talked about, or probably any of the others like MailChimp or Constant Contact, you can take a look at your results, which I highly recommend you doing maybe four or five days after you send out the email to see what the open rate is. So how many people actually open the email? And then the second metric to look at is the CTR, the click-through rate. And what is a healthy open rate or click rate? Yeah, it depends on industry. And I actually have a resource where I can, if you want to send me an email to Susan at shdmarketing.com, I can send you, tell me what your industry is, what your average open and and click-through rate are based on your industry. But typically, um, I think it's around, is it seven for open rate and three for click-through rate? I think it's higher for open rate. Is it? Like yeah, 10? Yeah. Okay. I think so, yeah. Um, but so that's low. I know. I know. It seems low, right? You want 100% of the people to open your email and read every single word <laughs> and reach out to you with questions, but that's not the nature of it. And that's so why- So don't feel bad if you're only at nine. <laughs> exactly. Nine's, nine's healthy, for sure. But you also, if you're at nine this month, you want to be at 10 next month. And the way you're going to do that is by really thinking through what, what do people consume? Was there a clear button and a call to action they clicked on? Or was there five so they didn't know what to do? Or was there none? Or was there it hidden or not in the right font so it wasn't legible? Did you have a good subject line to get that open rate? Is there something you could have done better? You know, like everything, it's kind of a science and an art. So, you know, it's it's worth investing in. If you're doing email marketing, you want to get the eyeballs on it. You don't want it to just sit in, you know, in emails and never see the light of day. But at the end, at the same time, you know, you need to do the work to really make sure you're providing value and make sure that you're learning from what you're doing. So if I'm a business owner and this is like a monumental task that's at the bottom of my list that I just want to focus on my business, how can you help me, Susan? Yes, because absolutely. I don't want it, I don't want to go through all I this know. setting up of a email system, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. And writing the content, improving the content and creating the graphics. Absolutely. So we work with a lot of businesses to do their email marketing for them. It's always collaborative. So we can get make sure they approve it, they provide input on the content. But it just allows us to do the heavy lifting for it. And, you know, we had a recently, uh, actually a good friend of mine hired us to do email marketing for him. It's R&D Audio, Roger Shostak. And so he was so 
excited slash nervous to do it because he didn't skeptical too skeptical right? <laughs> yes absolutely healthy skepticism which I appreciate and it's kind of funny but he you know did not part of his brand and who he is as a high-end audiovisual installer um, is he doesn't have a strong sales message so he was really concerned about an email seeming cheesy or salesy and so we worked together to make sure the tone of the email felt on brand and authentic to him and personal and it was really fun to see because you know as much as I I love working with people that already understand and and care about the value of marketing it's also really fun to convert people (laughs) and and to have a project where they they have a good experience they get positive feedback from their clients and prospects and they feel good about it like okay I you know I am feeling my fun positive feedback he did yeah he got some great feedback and he got some calls and some work just because he had remember he had reminded people about what he does prompted them you know in this communication we're talking about opening your outdoor space for entertaining it's spring we're in New England people take their outdoor entertaining pretty seriously because we have such a limited timeline and so he got a few calls to help set up some of the external sono systems external speakers all of those good things that he knew people need they just needed the reminder to ensure they stay on track that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I know. And and sometimes we also work with clients who just do the monthly regular email marketing. And so, you know, that's that's great. I mean, we have clients like RMF Marketing, which is a promotional marketing company. And Bob is great. He provides a lot of, you know, hand-holding, white-glove treatment and helps clients find, you know, what branded promotional products are right for them. So his communications usually include like what's hot, what's coming up this next season. It's the start of golf season now. So a lot of, you know, his clients are in the transportation and construction industry. They take their golfing seriously. So we got the branded polos and the tees and the golf balls and all that good stuff. So, you know, we're always reminding his clients, you know, what is coming next season so they can get their orders in. Um, so that's another way to, to just kind of set it to go, we do, we do the work and just ensure that your brand is staying top of mind for your clients. Great. Well, I think that the only other thing I'll mention around email marketing um, is one, we've all made this mistake, but is to proof your email. So it's okay to make mistakes. I'm not scared of them. But at the same time, we always kick ourselves a little bit when it happens. So it's not a bad idea to send a test email to yourself and maybe somebody who hasn't seen it yet. Maybe that's a family member or a friend or a colleague to just do a first pass. Make sure all those links work. Make sure there's no grammar or spelling issues. Um, so then when you do send it out, you can feel confident that there's nothing. Because you know the school teacher is going to read every word and say <laughs> you missed a comma. Oh, exactly. And you know what? That feedback's okay. That might even count as a, as a click on your email. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Well, thank you. Um, it's been a minute. Appreciate your time with SHD Marketing. And we'll see you on our next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.